You have reached Carolina Living Insurance, an independent insurance agency. Carolina Living Insurance, this is Jared speaking. How can I help you? Jared, it's Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Doing wonderful. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, and I'd say that would be my my ideal client would be a local business owner, kids in that elementary school, the middle school age, two to four cars, depending on whether their kids are driving or not, living in a, you know, in this area, I'd say above $250,000 home, possibly have their own business or that's my ideal. You always want to aim for the ideal. That was my buddy Jared Bellman of Carolina Living Insurance in Hendersonville, North Carolina. And that was pretty specific, man. I appreciate that. That was good stuff. And the ideal client, and this is uh, something that I always was kind of surprised by when I would hear somebody, you know, when they're laying out their marketing or their, their situation or, or what they're doing, it's, you know, they always go for the lowest common denominator, right? Like of, of they, they would never shoot for the best, right? You, you know? And I always, I always found that fascinating. I'm glad that Jared kind of broke down. Like, hey, listen, in a perfect world, I could do. And I always ask that question. It's like, in a perfect world, who do you want to be talking to, right? If, if you're not addressing that person first, then, you know, what what's next? Meaning, meaning, if you don't start at the top, right? Then, if you start in the middle and you get somebody that is in the middle of the middle or at the bottom of the middle, then that's like the very bottom of like anything that's good, right? But if you start all the way at the top, if you're always using that ideal scenario for the marketing as the example of the person that you're going after, of what you need to make it work, then again, if you hit the middle of the middle, then it's a lot better than hitting the middle. I think you know, that's a confusing analogy. I don't know. Again, it allows a, a little bit more of a regression from that ideal situation as opposed to already starting one or two steps back from the ideal situation. You know, for example, for me in health insurance, if you're selling an individual policy, you know, the cream of the crop would be a family of four, maybe five people, obviously um, either doing well enough, making enough money to where they do not need subsidy through healthcare.gov or, Maybe they do. It's at the very t- high, you know, high end of the spectrum. But ideally, you don't want them to deal with the subsidy if they don't have to. So you're looking at an income uh, for a family of five or you know whatever, uh, in excess of 150,000, 200,000, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and you got to know that, right? Those are the things that you got to know because that's the person you're you're striving for. But if you if you only again just shoot for that single person who is, you know, making. $23,000 a year, then, well, that's, that's what you're going to get. And if you marketing addresses a lot of those concerns that those people would have, that's what you're going to get. And it's always looking for that ideal situation because when you do focus on that ideal situation, it lets you know really what game you can play. But really, for me, the market I would love to go after, seeing how the real estate market is here, is that property manager, but not 
the property manager, the landlord, owner of homes, not apartments, that has multiple, and that can refer back, because they refer back their renters, and then the renters have cars, and it's a lot of new people coming into North Carolina, so that's someone that hasn't lived here before, so they're coming into North Carolina, they haven't gotten their health insurance taken care of yet. Jared, I love you sneaking in the health insurance. I just, it, it really just warms my heart, I'm gonna be honest, just anyways. Um, now we're talking, right? Now we're getting somewhere, now things are getting interesting because, hey, Jared's looking for the multiple, right? This is a person uh, that's going to continue to not just be one transaction, but multiple transactions. And now while I might, you know, Jared, maybe we might maybe just disagree a little bit on, you know, the renter referral situation. Maybe that, I don't know if that's going to ultimately be the best situation. Maybe it is. But again, this is back to, and and as we're kind of moving through this thing, this is going to determine the game we want to play. If you want to just do renter's insurance, I mean, we know, we know what's happening. I mean, there's a tasty little drink that's, you know, thinks that's important it might be a thing and who knows but they're doing it in a completely different way right and it's it lets you know the game that you need to or can or should be playing i think we forget that sometimes we want to take that ideal person and then we also want to take the game that we want to play and we want to put those together unsuccessfully right that ideal client, that ideal scenario also has has to play by the rules in which is going to allow you to focus on that, right? To to do the activities that are going to allow that thing to be profitable in a way that makes sense for you, your agency, just in general of acquiring the business. And it's fascinating and it's challenging because sometimes there is a disconnect. I'm not saying that there is one with Jared. It's just an example here of, of again, the, of a game that he is kind of suggesting he may or may not want to play. And then it just becomes a matter of, okay, am I capable of, of one, getting in that game, and then two, playing by those rules, or even better yet, making those rules myself of what that looks like. I'm not entirely sure, just kind of asking some questions aloud here as we kind of you know, have a little one-on-one time. I I don't know. But the more that you continue to break things down, the more you continue to understand who that person is, the more that you continue to understand, you know, what is involved in making that business a reality, the better things are going to be. And I was having a I was talking I was having a conversation with um, one of my good insurance friends just tonight and talking about different ideas of, of, you know, I, I can't think of, you know, how to kind of approach these people, how to target. And it's really just thinking about the triggers, right? And this is going to come from, from having those conversations, from knowing that person, from knowing what it is they're doing. And you just have to listen. And I think the easiest way to make this happen is, I guess this is, I, I've never really said it this way before, but Every time you answer the phone from somebody that is looking to buy insurance from you and it's within, you know, the parameters of whatever niche game, whatever it is that you're focusing on, whatever ideal client it is, really listen. I mean, really listen to the reason that they have called you. What is the thing that they have said triggered the event? What is that trigger that has sparked them to need to discuss things with you? There's not going to be a lot. You've probably heard them already. 
but write down every single one of those. Every single time somebody calls and says, hey, this is happening and I need this. Whatever that thing that is happening and whatever it is that they need, you put those together and then you talk about it and you explain it as to how you handle that those situations. And then that allows you to play that game because you have now figured out exactly the circumstances in which surround that event occurring and then how you've again positioned yourself right there with the solution for when they ultimately need it and just sometimes just sometimes it's going to be bigger than you think uh i mean it depends you know we got there's the 150 to 200,000 homes that you're only making about 11 1200 premium but then there's the you know, this past year I tried to get in more of those vacation rentals, and those are more 14 to 18 up to 2200 a year. I don't hate that idea, Jared. I mean, that's a good number. That's a good target. That's a, a It's very specific, right? It's easy to understand the circumstances surrounding those triggers, the events, what might make that happen. The problem is, is... Um, how much of the market in your specific area do you think you can legitimately capture? And does it necessarily need to be within a 20 mile radius of Hendersonville, North Carolina? And this is where, again, it just might need to be a little bit bigger than you think. And this is where I do think we struggle mightily in most cases across the board with giving ourselves enough credit for our ability to operate in a bigger space, to operate across a territory in which we might not think possible. Um, yes, it's important that we're involved in the area that is you know closest to us physically, but you know, again, if this is something that you find interesting, you find passion in, you enjoy playing that game. If that game is fun, then you just need to figure out everywhere that you can and or want to play it. And that's where I think, I think moving forward, that's something that we all just could rethink a little bit, right? Just, just maybe even just giving it a second thought of saying, well, I guess if this works here, why couldn't it work here, here, and here? And that's what, again, if you're going to really dive in, be the person for that thing, allowing it to expand and grow beyond what you might have originally intended because you might not just necessarily have enough available close enough to you. Or or you can just be like a complete savage about it and just be like, listen, I'm going to get 85, 90% of the market on this thing and you're just going to go after that thing and be super aggressive on it and be the person for that thing, in this case, vacation rental homes in the you know hendersonville north carolina i'm not really entirely sure area what jared was discussing jared let me know uh exactly I, i'm pretty sure it was somewhere in that area i mean because i know Asheville's pretty close that's a that's a hot tourist spot i think i might be making stuff up i think hendersonville's on the western side of north carolina my geography is terrible um but just understanding that knowing what else might apply and and what you might want to do to go after it again just understanding who that ideal client is and and what game needs to be played to handle enough of them to where it makes sense financially for you, for your agency, for everybody involved to where you're providing a fantastic service and they're getting an exceptional experience. I just think it's so I just I get so you know excited about that and having people find 
that specific combination. Putting those two pieces together is really one of the more underrated aspects of, I just really think, being an insurance agent today. So it just starts as simply as, you know, one, first, knowing who that ideal person is, two, understanding the game in which that needs to be played for you to be able to attract them successfully and profitably, and then three, making sure that you understand the full scope of what's available and where that game needs to be played. Because otherwise, if you don't, then you're going to do the thing that I think none of us want to do and you will succeed to failure to the point to where it doesn't matter how ideal that client is. It doesn't matter how great that scenario is. If you don't have all those things lined up, it's just not going to happen. There are just some things that shouldn't be within a certain proximity of some purchases, and they are really reserved for a very special time, a very special experience. For example, you find yourself the TV, the same cart as a loaf of bread and a pack of Oreos. I'm not gonna buy that TV. I'm not gonna tell you how to live your entertainment life. I'm just saying that the you know the $175 Sanyo at Walmart just you might not be getting the best experience. Just that's just not where that's just not the place that that should happen most of the time. Because I just maybe I'm being a t- all right, fine. I'm I'm probably being a TV stop, which is very true. That's certainly not the first or the tenth time I might have been accused of that in my life. I just feel like because there's the internet and it's like a not a rare thing. You don't buy a TV as often as you buy Oreos. So you just want to make an event. You know, make make. You know, I mean, it's something that you get dressed up for. Put on your Sunday best. Go do the thing where it needs to be done in a proper location. And there's usually, you know, a little research to be done. Just do you hate it when you see somebody making a relatively questionable purchasing decision? You just kind of look at it and you're just like, ah, oh, man, I want to say something, but you're like not. But the salesperson you kind of starts to come out and, and like you overhear like the the target of the walmart person just doing a terrible job explaining the thing and, and uh, you just like you just kind of want to jump in i've done that from time to time and then people look at you like what is happening right now like i just kind of want to grab someone's vest and just be like a like an honorary walmart or kmart employee i don't know <laughs> let me know joey at agencynation.com i'm an idiot uh does that happen to you do you feel compelled to correct people's possibly questionable purchasing decisions because you are an informed connoisseur consumer and you just want to make it better for them because you don't want to see them waste money it's the salesperson coming out right it's just you never you're never off the clock you're always on duty right maybe i don't know joey at agencynation.com if you want to uh i don't know i don't have a segue if you want to be around other salespeople that Constantly make sure we're not making bad, terrible decisions, purchases when it comes to insurance. There's going to be a lot of us in New Orleans, Louisiana, March 24th, 25th, and 26th in uh, for Elevate 19. Again, New Orleans, Louisiana. Head over to ElevateConference.com. Grab your ticket today and uh, look forward to seeing you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Rolling out new speakers every day. So head on over there. Check out the, the lineup. The agenda is going to be coming very quickly here as we firm everything up, but elevateconference.com.